nobody, no business owner has two, three, four hours a night to sit down and learn digital marketing. People, people is everything. That's kind of like one of the things I've learned. It's something different every day. Welcome to the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. Every week, you'll not only hear from like-minded small business leaders, glean from their journeys, and gain practical advice from our network of trusted advisors, but you'll also hear from marketplace professionals with specific industry focus. Why walk alone when you are the backbone of the American economy? Join your hosts, John Slusser and Nathan Maud, and discover more ways to make your business more efficient and recoup your time. You can find more resources at www.indianasba.com. And now, welcome to the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. Welcome back to Small Business Never Sleeps. My name is John Slusser, and this is Nathan Maud, and we're the co-founders of the Indiana Small Business Association and your host of Small Business Never Sleeps. Thank you for tuning in. Today is episode number nine, and we could not be more excited. Small Business Never Sleeps is geared specifically for that small business owner, as well as those who represent the small business industry. And in today's episode, we have a very special guest, Chad Frizzell, General Manager of the Web Guys. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining. So Chad, I've had the pleasure of getting to know you for the past few years, and I've only experienced great things. But for our audience members who don't know who you are, can you share a little bit about uh, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, born and raised in Indiana. Went to Zionsville High School, went to Purdue. Boiler up. up. That's right, boiler (laughs) up. Um, Finished school in 2007. um, Was a stockbroker, actually, for about six months in 2008. Mm. Right when the market. Great timing. Great timing, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, started with the web guys about 14 years ago. So I've been doing that for a long time. And I have a wife, lovely wife, Holly, two little kids, Jack and Alex, and my best buddy, my dog, uh, Cash. There you go. Gotcha. And, and I read on your bio, you're a huge Under Armour guy, and I see you're wearing the Under Armour shirt That's now. Right. Gotcha. That's right. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chad, I'm excited to hear more about your story, um, kind of how you ended up here, as well as how did you get started with the web web guys after being a stockbroker? Yeah, it was, um, gosh, it was tough. Uh, so back in 2007, I had just graduated Purdue, um, gotten a job at it was Charles Schwab at the time and was a stockbroker for about nine months, right when the market tanked. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm getting all these phone calls of, of all these people that are struggling, you know, with, with their investments and their life savings. And I just didn't feel like it was for me. I didn't feel like I was really making an impact. So, um, I'd actually had an internship at college and, um, the owner of a new company, his name is Roger had stayed in contact with me. Let me know that he was starting a company called the web guys. And, um, after about six and nine months of him watching me kind of struggle with that. Mm-hmm. He said, why don't you come work with me? And this is back in 2008. And I made the jump at that time. And here we are now. What's it been like over the last 14 years? What what position did you start in? And, and now you're the general manager. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, when we first started, so there was only two of us. I was actually the second employee. And the first employee's name is also Chad. So that's, <laughs> kind, of, that's kind of funny. He, um, he was kind of everything operations. And I came on board and all I was doing was sales. So okay. purely, you know pounding the pavement, trying to get new customers. Um, and that's, that's what I did, gosh, for the better part of five years or so. Um, so I was in that role for a very long period of time. And as time went on, we grew the company, you know, we had some successes eventually brought on additional people to you know help with operations and deliver the services and, um, spent a small amount of time actually managing accounts, spent some time, um, you know, working with additional salespeople, um, and then eventually it just led into a role where I was in more of an operational management role while still, you know, taking care of sales. Gotcha. So how many employees are you guys up to now? Um, company wide, we have around 
20 or so, 20 to 25 employees, depending on you know, different different roles and different different services that we're delivering on and what awesome. states you you guys are not just in indiana you're all over the all over the place right yeah that's a good question so so our core office and our core headquarters for the web guys is out of carmel indiana um, we've got folks that are up in michigan working with us we have people down in florida that are working with us um, arizona as well so we've got a pretty big footprint across the united states but you know the, the majority of the folks are out of our office in carmel Hey, thanks for sharing, Chad. It's it's awesome. I, I love listening to everybody's story about how they kind of, where they got started to where they're at now. It's awesome to, to see that kind of growth. But what's really rare is that you did it all with the same company. You know, you didn't jump around. You, you did it all with the web guys. And I know from getting to know you, you're just a driven entrepreneur. You've had your hands in so many different things, Indie Joyride, some real estate. What attracts you to entrepreneurship? It's something different every day. You know, the, the one thing that, that I know is consistent is that when you wake up every day is you don't know what you're going to get into. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things going on, a lot of different aspects to being a part of different businesses and helping grow different, different companies. And it's never dull. that's for sure. It, it may be difficult. It may be, you may have phenomenal days, but it's always going to be difficult and keep you on your toes. Yeah. And you're, you're an idea guy. You're just a creative guy, right? So wh- how did Indie Joy Rides come about? So actually, um, Indie Joyrides is the brainchild of um, a partner of mine. His name is Matt Meeson. We went to Purdue together. And for a couple of years outside of um, school, we kept seeing each other out. We'd go to happy hour. We'd have some drinks. And he would tell me about his business that he had started, actually, um, called Indie Joyrides initially. And, um, you know, he was he was at a point where he was running it generally by himself. And he was wanting some help with some of the aspects of business that I'm, you know, accustomed to helping with, which is sales, marketing, lead generation, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so after seeing each other, um, out and about like that, eventually, you know, after a few cocktails, we finally <laughs> said, Hey, we need to work together. We need to, we need to combine our talents. Um, I'll come aboard and help with sales and marketing. You continue with operations from that perspective and came together and I bought into half the company and we, we grew it. And, and actually just in the last, uh, last two months, we actually sold the company. So okay. Gotcha. Now you're also a real estate broker. I am. I am. I've been a real estate broker since about 2007 as well. So it's kind of a family thing. Okay. Gotcha. So not only if you need some, some help with web design or marketing, <laughs> if you're also looking to buy or sell a home, Chad's your guy. I, I, I could be, I could be the guy. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, awesome. Well, that's a perfect uh, leeway into the web guys. Tell us more about the web guys. Who are the web guys? So we are a web design and digital marketing company um, that primarily serves small and medium sized service companies. Okay. So if you offer a serve, if you're a business owner, a small business owner, you offer a service in a local or regional area. So a contractor, plumber, electrician, lawn care, auto dealer, even if you offer a service and you're, you're targeting a specific geographical market, then we can likely help you. So Chad, tell me how the web guys originally got started. So we originally got started um, back in 2005, if I remember correctly, by a gentleman named Roger LaRondo, mm-hmm. who's actually, he's still our principal owner. And um, he started the company with a partner back then. And we were actually weren't a web design and digital marketing company initially. We were originally an online rental directory for rental companies. Mm, okay. So for example, if you rented boats or you rented mm-hmm. RVs or cars, you wanted to be listed on our website because we had good visibility, good traffic driving okay. leads in business your way. Awesome. And that failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not doing it anymore. So we're not doing it anymore. But that, but that was, that's kind of a funny part of the story because we did that for a while. We, we struggled with it. Uh-huh. Um, good idea, but it just, it wasn't, 
we didn't have the, the execution at the time for it. Okay. Uh, but we kept noticing that we had people that were asking us, okay, I'm on your directory. Okay. I'm getting some traffic and some leads, but I need a website. Where do I go? Mm-hmm. We kept noticing, we kept getting people asking that question over and over again. So then one day, um, Roger and Chad Smith, the other Chad at our company, they were like, well, we can figure out how to build websites. So mm-hmm. one day they figured out how to build websites. Um, and that was the start of building websites. Okay. We then started to notice that a lot of those same people that were saying, okay, I need a website. They would ask us, Hey, I need to figure out how to get my website found on Google. I need to get it at the top. When people search, I need to drive traffic. I need more than just a website. Mm-hmm. And we kept getting that question over and over again. Um, and then we decided, okay, well, we can figure this out. And this was back in 2008, 2009. And we figured it out. And so because of the struggles we had with growing the initial part of the business, it led us into pivoting a couple times mm-hmm. to who we are today, which is web design, digital marketing services for small businesses. That's awesome. Um, so I know you mentioned you help those service companies, <coughs> myself, mm-hmm. as well as John ran lawn care companies mm-hmm. growing up, paying through college and, you know, paying for golf as well. <laughs> um, that's, that's why we had those businesses. So do you mind taking me through the process mm-hmm. of what that would look like as me as a, let's call myself a lawn care company and yeah. how that process would work? Yeah, absolutely. So, so let's say you're a small business owner, you offer a service like lawn care mm-hmm. or kitchen remodeling or plumbing. Um, First off, you need a proper website built. So we, we take them through the process of building a good-looking, professionally designed website uh, that's properly mobile, set up their social media properly, get it all interconnected so mm-hmm. that it works together. That's step one. Uh, once step one is done of getting that foundation created, um, then we provide ongoing digital marketing services, which means a lot of different things. It's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty, it can be a pretty convoluted topic these days. Um, but to us, that means search engine optimization which is the process of getting your website higher up in the rankings on Google mm-hmm. when people type in the keywords that you care about. So we have a process for ongoing digital marketing services to get that website kind of in front of the eyes of the people that are your targets. Um, and those are the services that we do month in and month out. It's things like blog posting, social posting, uh, pay-per-click management on Google, Yahoo and mm-hmm. Bing, email marketing, um, even review generation, which is incredibly important these days. You know, your reputation online is everything. The first thing I look at. <laughs> exactly. And that's what most people do. You know, mm-hmm. it's online reputation is kind of like the new in-person referral. Mm-hmm. And so we help people manage and deal with their online reputation as well. So all these things combined is the work that we do on a monthly basis that drives traffic, drives leads, gets more customers your way. Um, and it's what we do on an ongoing monthly basis. All right, Chad. So let's just say I'm a construction company. In Indianapolis, there's a ton of construction companies in Indianapolis. How do I get my company to show up first in a Google search? Good question. So it's it's a pretty loaded process. I'll give you a real brief breakdown of, of the steps you would need to take. Mm-hmm. So um, everything starts with the way the website's built. So you need to have a properly built website, um, a certain amount of pages, a certain amount of content, keywords built into the different areas in the website that Google thinks are important. So the challenging part is that you're actually building the website for Google just as much as you're building it for the consumer that Mm -hmm. might be trying to find you online. And Google likes big websites, lots of content, lots of keywords, lots of information. So you have to build the website with search engine optimization rankings in mind. um, And it starts at the foundation level. Once that process is done and you've gone through the process of creating that website um, and it's properly foundationally set up and optimized for Google, uh, the next step is then on an ongoing basis, proven credibility to Google as time goes on. It's doing things like blog posting, which adds more content and information to your website as time goes on. 
Um, it's social posting, it's adding new content to the website, it's caring about your profiles, your directories, and your listings on other websites that Google mm-hmm. deems credible. All these different things, along with um, working on getting your customers to leave feedback about their experience with you on Google, Facebook, and all those different platforms, all these things combined is what you do on an ongoing basis to, to prove that credibility to Google and to, to basically tell Google that what your website says is the truth. So that when somebody does do a Google search and they type in kitchen or model or caramel, mm-hmm. it has a website that is properly built uh, for those keywords. And then it's got other sources of information that kind of corroborates what your website says is the truth. Those two things combined gradually over time is what gets your website higher and higher in the rankings. What will okay. eventually drive traffic, what will eventually drive leads. One thing I will note, though, is that it does take time. Um, It is not a quick thing. Mm -hmm. Too many people have websites. Too many businesses are trying to do this. Mm -hmm. So when people ask me about expectations, again, very upfront about this, it's typically nine to 12 months to see the results you want to see, but it's gradual. Mm -hmm. It'll happen gradually. Uh, It's not like flipping a light switch. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. So so what would you say to, um, you know, that, that small business owner that says, Hey, I'm just going to go to a website builder myself and, and I'll put it together. I would say that you can totally do that if you want. Um, It's not that you can't. Mm -hmm. We're not the guys that'll ever tell you that, you know, the process and the the formula for ranking on Google and driving leads is hidden and only us digital marketing companies have it. It's not the case at all. We all figure it out through trial and error, A-B testing, you know, with time we figure out what works and we all create our own process that... uh, Produces results. Mm -hmm. 50% of that process is generally the same across every company. The other 50% is is a unique format and way that we go about it. Um, So in terms of should you do it yourself, you you can. But my pitch to people is generally you don't have time. There's too many other things going on in your world. You're running a business. You're working with your team, your employees. The amount of time it would take to to research and learn and become an expert Mm -hmm. in digital marketing is a heck of a lot of money spent Mm -hmm. that you could be running your company. Um, and so that's the approach we typically yeah. take. Cause you could totally, I mean, people could totally learn what we do mm-hmm. with time. It's just nobody, no business owner has two, three, four hours a night to sit down and learn digital marketing. Right. Yeah. And I think you really hit the <clears throat> nail on the head with the time factor, mm-hmm. which is why we put together the Indiana small business association, which you're a partner of. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of just mind telling the audience or the listeners kind of your feedback on ISPA so far and what that's done? Yeah. So ISPA has been great. You know, I've been a part of it since, um, I guess, January 1, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met a lot of people. I've made some, some really good connections. Um, I think there's two main things that I've taken away from it so far. Um, that are the most like value added items. Yeah. Um, number one is that I've, I have some, some, resources that I can trust to, to pass on to the people that I work with for things that I'm not an expert at and I don't want to mm-hmm. be, nor should I be. Um, mm-hmm. And so all the different partners in the group bring something to the table that mm-hmm. I, that it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know that when I pass them on to somebody or say, Hey, you know, talk to John, talk to Nathan, um, you'll, you guys will take care of them. The group will take care of them. And that could mean provide what they need, or it could be saying, Hey, this is not me either, but I can help get you, you know, in front of the folks that, yep. that, you know, can help you. So I'd say that's number one. And then, um, the other thing is it's been really good for me from kind of like a, uh, kind of a sales tool perspective. Okay. So just as a character reference in different mm-hmm. situations. So, um, there have been people in our group that have um, spoken highly of me through their experience with me that have helped me bring on new customers and partners that awesome. maybe I wouldn't have gotten otherwise, John. So, <laughs> you know, that's, it's been good from that perspective. So overall it's been, um, uh, it's been a really blessing and a cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some great experience there. Well, hey, Chad, you're on our podcast, Small Business Never Mm -hmm. Sleeps. 
What does that phrase mean to you? How can you relate? It's it's a pretty literal uh, phrase, and it, I, <laughs> I take it to mean that. I mean, you are being a part of a small business, you know, trying to grow something, it never ends if you want to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's nine o'clock at night when a customer calls, and, you know, you can ask my wife, there's probably mm-hmm. been too many of those, mm-hmm. um, but it's a part of it. Yep. Um, late phone calls, you know, weekend work. Um, it's just getting the job done when it has to get done. And, you know, it just comes with the territory and that's what separates the small businesses. I think that, that truly succeed and and some of them that just kind of, you know, skate by. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Hey, there's a lot of small business owners that tune in. What's the one or two pieces of advice that you could give them or the aspiring entrepreneur? I think, and this is a hard lesson to learn because when you're a small business owner and you're kind of first getting started, you wear a lot of hats, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of different things you have to do. And sometimes that's what it takes. But as you progress and as time goes on, I think it's having really good um, self-awareness and self-realization and knowing what you do best and what's, you know, what, what areas you add value to the company versus areas where you should kind of step away and let other folks handle it because that's what they do best and they're mm-hmm. better at. And that was something that, um, you know, that I've struggled with at times for sure. Um, but I, I know what I do best and how I help the company. And that's, that's consulting and bringing on new partners. And there's a whole group of folks at our company that does a lot of things better than me and they, they should be the ones doing some of those activities. So I think that's, I think that's a, that's a big piece of it is know your specialty, know where you add value Mm -hmm. and put people in place that are around you that are smarter than you in other areas and lean into them and really rely on them. And that's that, that, that can be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. to kind of let go. Right. But, th- but that's the best way to do it. In my opinion is realize you don't know everything. And mm-hmm. there's people that are much better than you at other things. So Chad, how has being a business owner changed your perspective on how you view business as a whole? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good, it's really loaded question too, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a good one. Um, people, people is everything. That's kind of like one of the things I've learned. So, mm-hmm. so I'm a, I'm a partner in the company. I'm not, I'm not the only owner by any means. Um, I'm not the principal. We have a team of folks um, that, you know, kind of own and operate the team together as a management group um, along with our principal. And what I've learned over the years, you know, being in the role that I'm in is that whether it's the, the people that you work with on your team, whether it's the customers you serve, all success goes back to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, treating people right, you know, whether you're providing them a service Mm -hmm. or whether you're lucky enough for them to come to work every day with you and go to battle with you. Um, it's all people really. That's the number one thing I've learned. And I, you know, you can, you can have great services. You have to have good people that are going to come in and actually provide those services. Um, you know, you can make money and, and stuff like that. And that's definitely a part of it, but you know, if you're not doing it with good integrity and, and people that you want to have by your side, then mm-hmm. it's almost like, what's the point? Yeah, Don't get me wrong. You can have both, right? Yeah. You can be profitable. You can make money. <clears throat> you can work towards a, a team goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does it matter if you're not doing it, you know, with, with folks you like being around and also serving people that you want to help? Yeah, absolutely. And you've been with the web guys for 14 years. So mm-hmm. something's going right. You're enjoying <laughs> it. What are some of those things um, that keep you fulfilled? Um, man, it's been a long time. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, 14 years. It's, um, it's, I, I do think a bit of a humble brag, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. That's a long time these yeah. days to be at one company. Absolutely. Um, and so you're right. There's, there's a lot that has gone well for us. Um, there's also, we've had a lot of challenges too. Um, we pivoted, like I said, a mm-hmm. bunch of times and, um, we've had a lot of struggles and, and challenges along the way. Um, I think I would say the main thing is, is it kind of relates back to the people piece is that, um, everybody that I know that when I go into work every day that I'm working with, um, 
I know that we all have the best intentions. Mm-hmm. We all might make mistakes, which we're human. We all do. Yep. Everybody screws something up every now and then. Um, but I know that at the end of the day that everybody is trying for the same outcome and the same goal. And, um, you know, that's pretty cool. That, that's mm-hmm. pretty important. I mean, and I made a ton of mistakes over time, um, oh, yeah. like a lot. And, uh, it's, um, you know, I, I just know that everybody's got my back. Mm-hmm. I've got their back. And so, yeah, it goes back to people for sure. I, they're on the squad. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That That's so true. You know, that's, that's, I'm glad that that's important mm-hmm. for you. And I'm glad that that's what's fulfilling. You know, I'm always inspired by fulfillment. It sounds like you're incredibly fulfilled and happy with the web guys and the situation you're in, but I can't, Imagine, or I can imagine that things haven't always been easy. Mm. <laughs> you mentioned all of the mistakes, the countless mistakes and, and the obstacles. <laughs> but I have a feeling that, uh, you know, the feeling of success is one of those driving forces that keeps you moving. Mm-hmm. But I would think that you would agree with me that our greatest uh, leaps of growth are found through adversity. And on Small Business Never Sleeps, we support small business owners who probably find themselves in a little bit of adversity uh, right now. And they're looking to overcome it. So can you share uh, an obstacle or a struggle that you've had to fight through? Ooh, I don't want to be cliche, but it is the, I mean, it is the most relevant topic that I think a lot of small businesses have dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And that's, you know, everything from the pandemic in 2020 and um, and well, and now, you yeah. know, it's still, yep. it's still something we're all working through and trying to like figure out what's the world going to be like, mm-hmm. you know, now and, you know, in the future um, it's, it was just challenging, you know, because we got, you have people that you work with that you want to make sure still have a job and are still working and are still doing well. And then you've got them, you know, you've got your customers that you're serving and, you know, you genuinely care about them because they're all small business owners, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they have employees that they're trying to, um, you know, keep employed and keep, you know, putting food on the table, you know, for their families. And it was just such a crazy trickle down effect for mm-hmm. everybody, you know, and I'm just talking about the business aspect of it, of yep. course. Um, so just figuring out ways to kind of be there for people and to kind of figure it out, you know, cause it was uncharted territory for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, a lot of businesses, you know, survived and thrived. Some didn't, unfortunately. Um, you know, we, we were in a, in a lucky spot that we, we made it through. And I think we were able to help a lot of people along the way, you know, with our customers and, um, people on our teams. And it's definitely a challenge. That's for sure. Yeah. So he kind of asked you what, what were those obstacles? Um, I'll go on the, uh, happy side of things and said, what was, what was one success story that keeps you moving, moving? And, uh, how does success motivate you personally? It's also a good question. Um, it's almost like, like when you're getting interviewed and you say like my, my biggest weakness <laughs> is my greatest strength. Yeah, there you um, go. <laughs> um, I'm going to say how we came out of coronavirus stronger than when we went into it before. Um, so that, so that's huge. Um, but you know, to, to kind of move away from that topic though, mm-hmm. um, just, consistent growth over the years, you know, the, the first five years of our being in existence, I mean, it was, it was a big challenge mm-hmm. and our, and our principal owner, Roger, I mean, um, he, he had a ton of, you know, risk and, you know, potential loss at play, right. When you're starting a business, Absolutely. you know, it's super, super scary and super challenging. And, um, the first five years of existence was really rough. And there were times where we didn't know that we were going to make it through, mm-hmm. um, fast forward to, to today. And, um, you know, we're growing, we're, we're hiring, we're bringing on new customers. We're busier now than we were a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would, you know, it's slow growth and it's, it's kind of a slow answer, but I'm just, I'm really proud of where we started and where we came and where we are today. Yeah. Absolutely. And as you mentioned, you know, successful business owners, any business owner, um, if they're going to make it, they need to be men- mentally tough. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you possess those traits, mm-hmm. buying and selling and real estate companies, 
Um, what is, what is a thing you do that keeps you locked in and keeps you mentally tough? Uh, drink bourbon. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, okay. But, but all, but all jokes aside, it's, um, not really all I can think about is drinking bourbon. Right yeah. Now, but no, um, no, um, jokes aside, um, it really does cliche as it, as it is. It's knowing that when I go into work the next day, even if it's a bad day that mm-hmm. I know I have something coming up and I don't want to do it and I'm, I'm dreading it. It's that we're all in the, the trenches together. It's, it's, you've got a shared team of folks that you're working with and you mm-hmm. all care, maybe a little, even too much at times, Yep. frankly. Um, but it's, it's just knowing that there's folks there that are on your side. Uh, so kind of leaning into that is a big part of it for me. It's, and this came with age. Like when mm-hmm. I was younger, I struggled with this a lot. Like I wanted to have the answer yep. at all times to everything. I think that comes, you know, just by nature of being in sales, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're kind of trained when you, when you first come out of school to like have all the answers yep. to everything and mm-hmm. sell, sell, sell. And the older I've got, the more I've been a part of business, not just in a true sales aspect, the more I've realized that you don't have to have the answer, mm-hmm. but you have to be willing to go figure it out. Yep. Um, ask the right questions, learn. Um, and also, you know, when you make mistakes, which happens and it's, it's normal, accept it, learn from it and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I think that's big. And that's something that as I've gotten older and as, as I've gotten more experience, I've worked on trying to get better at by no means a finished product because there are still some days where I think I have all the answers, but yep. I definitely don't. That's for sure. Yeah. That's a, that's a great comment. I mean, that, that just lends right to that mental toughness of a small business owner to, uh, you know, leave the the mistakes and the failures in the rear view or, uh, you know, asking the tough questions mm-hmm. or, uh, seeking the right answers. There's so many things there, uh, that, that are involved with such uh, a mental toughness. And it's, I think a lot of, um, I think they talk about this for like quarterbacks in the NFL a lot. It's like having a short-term memory, right? Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, you want to have a short-term memory, but you still want to learn and and take, you know, your, your mistakes and your failures as um, something to gain from and learn from, from moving forward. So there's a, there's definitely a a mix of both. Yeah. I completely understand. Well, Hey, so, so discipline is no fun. Motivation is only temporary, but commitment is something that keeps us locked in. So, how do you define commitment, and how do you stay locked in on your on and, and focused on your vision and goals? Um, I would say it's it's a mix of just remembering the impact that you know we as an organization have on on the folks that we're working with. Um, you know, there's a lot of digital marketing and web design companies out there. Mm-hmm. We are by no means the only good company. There are a lot of very good digital marketing and web design mm-hmm. companies. Um, yep. I do think we're one of the best, um, rightfully so. I, if I didn't, I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but I do think there's a lot of, um, you know, we don't always get the thank yous and the, and that you're doing a great jobs and that's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's not expected, but when you hear that from the people you work with and you hear that you had an impact, you know, on their business, on their employees and their family, I mean, it means something. Um, so it's remembering that it's remembering the little things. It's, it's not accepting, um, not, I wouldn't say failure, but I would say not the continued, um, approach of trying to get better. You know, it's just never being okay with the status quo. Um, and just remembering that the impact of what we do is, is, you know, it's meaningful, you mm-hmm. know, and it's impactful and that we're not just, we're not just getting a paycheck. We're not just getting paid. Um, and well, that's a part of it for sure. I mean, obviously, like I said earlier, we're, we're all here to put food on the table for our families and make money and, and good stuff like that. But it's, those two things are definitely aligned in my opinion. When you do, you know, kind of give a crap about the stuff that you do and the people you work with, that is when success, mm-hmm. you know, comes with the, the folks that you're working with. And what are some, some best practices that maybe come to mind to kind of marry relationships and uh, the, the meaningful relationships and processes? Um, 
radical candor, you know, just brutal honesty, I think is really, really important. Um, when, when you're in a relationship where somebody is asking you questions and expecting results from you, Mm -hmm. I think, I personally think that the best thing that you can do is be as blunt and straightforward as you possibly can be almost to the point where you're like really going to the next level. Um, and I think it's, it's important because it lets people know that, um, they're going to get, they're going to get the truth out of you. You, they may not like it all the time, but they're going to get the truth. And I think that that's the most important thing because there's so many variables in business and Mm -hmm. in, and in marketing and in sales. Um, so I'm a big believer in under promising and over delivering. I'm a big believer in setting just really, really straightforward, proper expectations with people. Um, and I think that's the only way that you can kind of navigate everything in business because you're going to make mistakes. Chad, thank you so much for joining us today on our small business never sleeps podcast. I really enjoyed getting to know you better and gathering a clear understanding of you, your story and how you can help a small business thrive. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate all the great detail you provided today and how we can better position you as a resource for the small business owners here in the great state of Indiana. Thank you again for joining us today, Chad. And any last words? Um, I don't think I have any other last words other than thank you guys. I appreciate the time that I spend with you. Um, small business certainly never sleeps and <laughs> it's, it's um, a pleasure being a part of this podcast. With How you about uh, where can, where can our listeners find you? Uh, anybody can find us on the internet. So if you just go to Google, type in the web guys, you're going to find all our information at the top and you'll be, you'll be able to contact us that way. So for all of our listeners, you can also find him at indianasba.com and all his information as well as email addresses there. Chad, thank you for coming in today. This is the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, and all of the other favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Google, iTunes, and Stitcher. Next time, Nathan and I will spend some time walking through the journey of a small business owner's path towards success. Don't forget to keep on grinding because small business never sleeps. You've been listening to the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. If you are a small business owner who's interested in unlocking the potential of your business and would benefit from a network of other small business owners, then head on over to www.indianasba.com and learn how the Indiana Small Business Association can help you today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Small Business Never Sleeps podcast. While you're there, take a few moments to leave a review. And don't forget to keep grinding because small business never sleeps.